what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh Podcast Network. Street Circle Drive is your Hickory, North Carolina-centric podcast for people who love Hickory, North Carolina. I'm your co-host today, Andrew Moose. With me today are my co-hosts, Mr. Michael McNally. What's up, Mr. McNally? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing perfect. Erica Bostead, my other co-host. How are you doing today, miss? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so I'm just going to dive right into it. Um, wow. Top rope. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right off the top rope. Let's just get right into this thing. Um, we had to... This is an emergency podcast. We typically don't <laughs> throw the bat so symbol quickly in between episodes. But uh, Hickory, North Carolina, if you have been living under a rock for the last four days or so, uh, Hickory had its. It might have kept you safe. It might have, or quote if you unquote. Read the, the Winston Salem Journal. This yeah, morning. maybe so. Uh, Hickory's quote unquote iconic arches are no more. The seven month uh, iconic. Yeah, the seven month iconic arches have collapsed. Fallen. Um. The arches have fallen. Is that a... The fallen arches. Yeah. That's a medical condition. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys. Uh, initial take. McNally, you first. Um, heard about it the morning after it happened. Of course, there were some storms that came through. My wife said, oh, my gosh. Is this a where were you moment? It almost is. This is going to be a where, where were so, you So, you know, of course, like most Americans. Is Alan Jackson going to start writing songs about this? Wake up. First thing I do, look at my phone. But I'm not, you know, I'm the social media platforms wife says oh my gosh the arches fell i thought it was a joke and i had to sit there and think it's not april first is it mm. and then my first thought honestly was uh deflated hmm. just because of the time spent on the initialization of the bond project Mm-hmm. Then the time it took to really start seeing Earth move and things get done. Then you start really seeing the street opens, the the linear, the street walks opening. It's being dedicated. All these milestones were hitting, including the dedication of that bridge, the lights. It It had its detractors, and I know we'll get into that shortly, but we were hitting milestones. And so quickly for that to turn, which was deflating not only that it happened, but in the symbolism of it happening. Sure. Erica. So the, whenever I first woke up again, look right at your phone. My initial thought was knowing how bad the wind was the, the night of, I got up and went and looked out our window to make sure our patio furniture was still there (laughs) because I'm thinking and it it lasted. It did. It did. So I'm thinking if didn't move, no, uh, we did have an umbrella blowover. Hashtag Actually, never, makes never, sense. Hashtag yeah. never forget. Go yeah, ahead. Exactly. So I felt deflated as well. <laughs> Hoping to get some new patio furniture. Didn't. Nonetheless, um, I was sad uh, because you're right. It was such a process and it was something to be proud of. And we worked on as a community for so long just to come crashing down. And then the reactions afterwards was... Some negativity, some positivity with anything on social media sites. At the end of the day, though, I'm glad nobody was hurt. Right. Um, so I have a weird sleep pattern these days. So typically I'm going to sleep like nodding off on the couch and then like waking up early. Like like 
early morning, like one, two, three a.m., and then staying up for a couple hours and going back to sleep. Just the way I'm I'm rolling these days. So I I've been asleep for a while, and I I turned on social media off the couch when I was on the couch. I just I flipped it on on the TV, and I you know just roll, rolling through. And I saw the Hickory Reporter, and my friend Peyton Moore had, had taken a <laughs> had taken a picture, and it was on the Hickory Reporter, and I thought it was a joke. I was like, I was like, ah, it's good. Like, you know, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, this is, this is funny. And then I, I was like, I went to Hickory Daily Record and they hadn't started reporting on it yet. And it was 3 a.m. and it was three hours past. Then when it actually went down. So I was like, it's like, what's going on here? So I was like, I was, then I was like, what's David Faraday doing? Like, what's he up to? Because <laughs> oh, he's always, Dave, Dave Faraday's always in the always. scene. on it. And uh, he hadn't reported on it yet. So I was like, oh, so I was in limbo for like half hours, like just trying to like scrolling through, trying to find anything about it. And then it started rolling in about three thirty four, And I didn't shoot out uh, any messages to my couple of different group texts until I let people sleep till about 545. And then I woke the entire <laughs> friendship circle of mine up. I was like, check this out. And I had so many people. And then it was just, it was just on. Um, so, Initial thoughts from me, um, you know, when I saw it, like I said, I thought it was a joke. So I was kind of like jovial. I was like, this is great. This is a funny joke. And then I saw it was real. And I, the first thing I thought about, it, I was like, I hope nobody was driving home underneath it. You know, nobody died. Nobody on 127 called any lumber to the noggin. You know, I hope there was no homeless people underneath the bridge, you know, something like that. You know, um, all of the normal, you know, human thoughts. And then... Then the blame game starts in my head. I'm like, okay, um, these arches have been up since July. Okay, it's of last year. Of yeah. last year, seven months. Right. Yes. Um, Almost to the day. I am, and and y'all, I, and I've seen a lot of detractors on that have megaphones on the internet saying, you know, it's city of Hickory's fault, and and it's and it's all this, and it's so much money lost, this sort of thing. We'll get into that. So I'm I'm going to just start dispelling some myths first. Okay, one, the arches were built for the price tag of seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, not fourteen million dollars. Fourteen million dollars is the price of a section of the bond project. Okay, so there's a lot of misinformation going on that. Two, this project was built on a beautification grant. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. So in other words. Yes, as federal taxpayers, we have paid for this. However, that could have also that money could have also gone to Newton or or Conover or Raleigh or Charlotte or any other city in the United States. Hickory got it. City of Hickory employees wrote grants that got that money, so we're not paying for it. Number two, well, we are kind of. Number three, Hank says it's under warranty. Somebody explain that to me. McNally. You mentioned that, and that's a good question. And of course, I don't know all the details sure. or nuance, but didn't you come so, prepared for this podcast? <laughs> yeah. like, You're not a structural just engineer. As, uh, no, <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> I probably would have been as good. No. Um, because of this, the price tag and it being prefab and being brought in, I am sure that there are some sort of catch alls, whether that is. By the manufacturer, by the setup, you know, the people that mm. bolted it to the concrete. And there are a lot of 
you know, pokers in the fire as far as people right. that were involved in mm-hmm. all the different layers Certainly. of doing this. So I, whether that's, and you brought up a good point. What does that mean as far as what's the next step or phase? Is that financial recoup? Is that rebuild some combination in between? I, I, you know, I'd be surprised if it would be the same structure. Because <laughs> not only that, now we've got this added layer of it landed on, you know, highway. So now you got state DOT. Yeah, NTSB. Mm-hmm. NTSB, National Transportation Security Board. You've got Norfolk Southern, which thankfully it didn't – I mean, thankfully nobody was hurt. Thankfully it didn't go on the railroad tracks because mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, railroad companies are very difficult to deal with when it comes to anything that can get in the way of clockwork and moving sure. with their goods. Well, we ran into that when building the river wall. Right, you know that the and and with this structure initially, sure, 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 and uh, not to mention that you know they have uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Big precedence? No, not precedence. Shit. What's the uh, <laughs> priority? That's not even yeah. a big word. Priority <laughs> over a lot of other entities. They have to have things checked off before. Oh yeah, all, you have to appease yeah. them through a lot of different levels right. of, of red tape, and for many reasons. But it will be very interesting to see what next steps are, and I am sure we'll hear more because everybody is being contacted right now, and it is—it's all hands on deck. It's all hands on deck. But as you can imagine, when you got all these different people from, it's easy for us to sit there and look at it and drive by it and think, "Oh my gosh, this is a big deal." Well, you're in Raleigh, and you've got a hundred big deals. It's going to take longer, right? And the longer that that pile of rubble sits there, the more it becomes an issue. It's a reminder. It's a reminder. It's a reminder. And so- it's a reminder they can't get to the bridge. To there are some. Let's hope they're minor. I'm sure structurally, at least for the integrity of the bridge, they would be a little faster on that if there was any sort of imminent danger for that. But we know they have to at least redo some of the columns on the 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 sides of the pylons of the bridge. I'm real surprised that we're even able to drive underneath that bridge right now. Um, I have yet to drive underneath that bridge. I don't think I'm going to, I will go around. Um, just for the plain fact is that like, again, full disclaimer, neither I nor the mesh network are structural engineers. What? Okay. I will say this. If a 40,000, no, what is it? 40,000 pounds. What was it? 40, ton- 40, 40 tons. tons. So 80,000 pound structure falls on another concrete structure. Yeah. There is going to be cracks. There's going to be so much interior damage that you might not even know about until the rubble is gone. Why is 127 open underneath that bridge? That's my question. And it's a safety issue. Um, I'm, that's the one thing I'm concerned about. Yeah. Will we build those arches or something to the effect or do a, a hologram with Tupac and Rudy Wright and the Rizvi pool and everybody else just hanging out over there, yeah. you know, like cool. a into star Wars type Yoda th- type thing. Like I get that, like something will happen. They'll rebuild it in the meantime. I think they're messing it up. I, I, I really, there, I haven't heard a lot. I haven't heard a lot coming from, um, city of Hickory on things. And I know it's early. I know it's early, but they've got to get in front of this. And the reason being, and I'll say it like this, is because the naysayers on social media have more power than they think they do. 
because it will sway public opinion. And if those people that are currently in municipality offices right now, with the state of Hickory want to keep their jobs, they need to get out in front of it and they need to figure it out really. What do you really mean quickly. by getting out in front of it? Like I'm talking about, part? give me, give me some plans, figure it out saying, Hey, listen, we have, and, and it's, and it's hard to make assumptions. I get that. And they probably shouldn't make assumptions. However, they need, Hank Guest needs to be out there every single day, giving people updates about what's going on. You know, it's Monday. At three thirty six PM, haven't heard nothing from City Hickory today. I I agree, and I know that there's social media. And you know this. You live in this world I more do, than I, I do. do. And it, but when you hear the numbers of people that are on social media, and this is a small portion of the population, and then people that are actually active on it, I think we give too much credence to a lot of these folks that can stir the pot. Now, I don't know if we need to have live updates like it's Zara Baker. Like this is not oh. something where we're you know, there's actual life that's missing or truly in danger. This is not something like that. This is our, thankfully, y'all said it, right. nobody got hurt. Right. right. State highway is involved. And now, of course, we could sit here and talk about all the structural deficiencies across the country when it comes to bridges, right. as by they the, report. Yeah. By the way, those bolts are holding that thing in. I've seen bigger bolts on towel racks. On, on, but don't make sure you say that's on the actual arches, not the bridge. We don't want right. to confuse. Yeah, so there's the two issues here because you talked about you're not driving under the yeah, bridge the because of that. Yeah. I, mean, it, I don't think it's, it's safe it's, to drive under. Right. I, I, do you think I went around. Yeah. Um, See, I'll drive under it all day. Oh, no. I mean... I would just think the sheer impact of the fall of 40 tons. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think, one, the road, there's impact, definitely. That road is whatever it's measured out to to hold on the bridge is going to be pale in comparison to what it actually should be allowed to hold because of our standards as far as engineer and whatnot. I am sure it's fine. How old's that bridge, McNally? That's what I'm saying. Hey, I, I agree with you completely, but at the same time, like I just... Last week, drove over the Queensboro Bridge in New York, and I'm looking over there thinking, oh, how old is this bridge, and how is it being – like, <coughs> they had people there. Obviously, right when it happened, it's right over a state highway. Mm-hmm. So you got North Carolina. You got all these folks coming there looking. Stuff happens. But I am sure if there was anything where it's like this is even close, it's too high publicity for them to like even just sit there and say – Oh, it should be fine. There's no should be when people are going to look at the bridge. But I mean, again, there's two issues here. There's the bridge and then there's the arches. The sure. Bridge being, of yeah. course. What priority one? Bridge. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the arches are absolutely secondary. Optical. And, right. It, it, it's just optics. What I'm afraid of, and kind of circling back to what I was I was just mentioning, um, it's public, public opinion does have its weight. Right? So... And what this does is it gives naysayers the opportunity to always have an ace in the hole. Whenever they vote on anything, whenever any sort of project comes up and everything, you know what the first words would be out of their mouths? Hey, you remember those arches? How'd that work out for you? That's what I'm concerned about is that the progress that we've made as a city is now we've, we've, we've gone three steps back and and I'm not a naysayer. Like I love the arches. I love what they're doing with city of Hickory or downtown. I love the river walk and city walk and everything. I thought the arches were cool when they're lit up. They look awesome. Pedestrian bridge, city walk, Ollie walk, the whole thing. Great proponent. Number one, I do a podcast about Hickory for Christ's sake. Now I'm not saying that those people have more voice than the people that the detractors have more voice than the proponents. However, it's going to start getting louder. 
the longer that that rubble sits on that bridge, the longer it's going to happen. Yeah. And it just, it just, just absolutely just pisses me off because, you know, I was always the one saying, oh, they, like, give them a chance. Like, you, you know, it's all going to work out. And it's like, it makes, and it makes the proponents kind of, kind of look like idiots a little bit. And that's what I'm afraid of. And, you know, I don't want Hickory to be known for sinkholes and bridge collapses and, you know, and other and Zara Baker. Like, that's that's crap, you know. And we were getting such good traction with, you know, all the folks that – I mean, we said on the last podcast when we have people in town they are visiting, they're like, dang, look at all the stuff that Hickory's got and everything else. And it just – and I don't want to be like, oh, I'm just, it's never not going to happen anymore. And, you know, everything else, we're going to rebuild it. But, like, I, I, want, I, I know Hickory will turn it around. I've got faith in them. I've got faith in our people. But it just, as, as it sits now, man, it just, it just kind of, it just, like I said, it's deflating. Now, Let's laugh to keep from crying, right? Did y'all see those memes that were floating around? <laughs> I didn't until you you showed me a couple. Oh of man, them. the internet is golden. Sometimes it really did. It 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 went from um, really making me. I was really kind of kind of upset about it, and because all those things that I was just ran ran it on again for another five minutes. It's like all those thoughts were flooding through my head. You know, Saturday at four in the morning when I was up thinking about it, and then. I was like, I heard that nobody was hurt. And I was like, <laughs> all right, this meantime, you know? And, uh, yeah. So I just, I, I've just got, I've got my fingers crossed, man. And, and lady, I just, I, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let you take over now, McNally. Well, I guess, Eric, what would you like to see happen there? Cause part of my thing is, again, people that didn't like, there's so many different layers and ways to look at this. There are people that just didn't like the arches. It wouldn't have been my top choice. I'm not the right. king of Hickory. We have a commission. I entrusted that you want to be the king yes. of Hickory. Trust me, I understand. Um, it's on my taproom mug. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It is. It is. It is. Five eleven. Um, if you don't believe me, don't go drinking on it. <laughs> you say five eleven? Yep. Yeah, you can't. If so I'm that's not beer, your height, you but yes, yeah. it's the number of your uh, beer mug. Definitely. Yeah, just say it's not my height. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dare you, number one. Um. So it wouldn't have been my top choice. Right. But what would Same you here. like? Okay. So let's just say, of course, they've got to do this investigation, see what yeah. happened, clear the rubble. I'm with you 100%. The long, like, I'm not trying to sit there and make a job one for everybody under the sun, but that's got to be cleared off and get to fixing and then worry about rebuilding. Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff would, would you like to see come from this? I don't know, but get to fixing. That's what my grandma always said growing up. I'm going to get to fixing you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I am all for, uh, beautification of our city. Like I said, I moved away and came back multiple times. Um, what I enjoyed about other cities was they were ahead of us in the sense that they would have artwork, um, walkable cities, downtowns, um, activities, events. So I was super excited that Hickory had that. I wouldn't have been in favor of the arches if it were my choice, but I do like the idea that we were trying to do something creative and artistic and kind of pays homage to, you know, they're made, that's made of wood. So we're known for our furniture. I don't really prefer to see that again. I would prefer something a little more modern, probably more safe that could still be artistic and make our city beautiful and welcoming. I just don't think it should be the same thing. And I, I don't know what and, and the also, warranty covers. Well, yeah. Was the warranty voided whenever they used glue and 
screws to repair it before. My assumption would be that that was given the green light by somebody. Uh-huh. I mean, it was just repaired two months ago. Somebody, I have a very reliable source from, Ooh, from sources, sources say. Sources say like, that, does that void the some warranty? of the sections that were in place as it fell were the pieces that were oh, glued. So that did hold. This podcast is sponsored by Gorilla Glue, GorillaGlue.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I want to see next. I, I, I loved the light aspect of yeah. it. I yeah. think we could do so much more. Hologram. <laughs> yeah, going back to your Tupac and Biggie hologram. <laughs> we have concerts on the bridge. Yes. I, I think that there's so many things that they can incorporate that still go with the flow of the whole city walk and yeah. other aspects that they've put in place down uh, near the square and whatnot. Um, I do think there needs to be something. I do think that I hate the naysayers dancing on the grave of the arches. Like I said, it wasn't wouldn't have been my top choice. They're doing a hat dance on it. They are. And I will say this too. Those are the folks that don't step up with any ideas or step up into the arena when it's called upon. Those people probably don't even vote. Yeah. So yeah. I, I honestly, and that's, and I guess that's, this is not most people, but I really don't care what they have to say. Yeah. I agree with that. But they, the but issue I, they is have a voice yeah, they and they have, have a loud voice. Their megaphone loud. is louder. Yeah, loud. Their, their mm-hmm. bark is louder than their bite. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but like I said, and I think I've said it on here and, and I know I've said it in other audiences, but like, the Parisians weren't in love with the Eiffel Tower when it was built. Like, if you look up articles when that was put together, it was lambasted up one side down the other. I am not trying to say in a hundred years people <laughs> are going to come across the world to eat barbecue and get engaged under the Hickory Arches, but it, it's always something to get used to. And you have to, you got to, if you're sitting on the right track, you're still going to get run over if you don't move forward. So we were going in a direction, we were doing something, and that's kind of back to your thought. We need to not slow down and stop. We need to keep going. Going. One hundred percent. Stay the course. Yeah. Continue this. Let this be a bump in the road and just keep on getting it. Yeah. Now, now regardless of the warranty. Now if they put yeah. something like that up so, again, so, we're so, asking for so, all Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. does the warranty cover a rebuilding process? That's what I'm saying. So like does the warranty it's like, oh well, if this falls down, falls down we'll come put another we'll one up. Put a button now. I am not a naysayer, and that I would be against that up one side and down yes. the other because would, you're giving them all the ammo they need. And two, a it was a good run; nobody got hurt, thankfully. Yeah, cut your losses. Let's Move what's on. next? Yeah, that's something not different. it. I think they should take the wood and make something out of it. <laughs> yes. Actually, we, hey, that's what we, can we make do, a right? Piece of furniture out of it. There you go. Make benches around Have town. Have a great big chair. Build tiny homes for the homeless. Yeah. Oh yes, I like that. <laughs> the iconic kickery arches. Oh wow, how long were they up? Well, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Seven well, months. The wood's fresh. Yes. Yeah, it is. It, you know, thanks a lot, Oregon. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, back to the conversation of where does the buck stop? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know because, you know, it's not like Hank Guess was out there with a level and a screwdriver doing this. It was, you know, a mayor is a cheerleader. Like, yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Do they do? They lead meetings. And they are the cheerleader for the town. They yeah. are not paid. They do not have an office. They do not hire the staff. Oh, uh, are you sure? They, they're paid. I think well, they, yeah. they're, they're paid peanuts. I mean, they're, even the Charlotte mayor is like the largest city right. in the it's country a that's not it's a, a, it's a, it's a full-time job. It's a yeah, figurehead job. We are a, what's the word for it? City council management. Right. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative 
a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. So led led by Warren Wood currently, right? Uh, so, and, and Warren Wood wouldn't be out there. You yeah. hire folks. To no, do exactly, all this stuff. exactly. So we have lost back to. I'm not trying to get an E on this podcast, but you know, you took the lead on this one. We are past the point now where shit happens. Yeah. I am not saying that this. There are different piles, sizes. Yeah, <laughs> and this I understand is a forty ton pile. This is a big pile, but there is still a little bit of an element of. Now I'm not sitting here saying everybody needs to be fired. And no, I'm, I'm not you're not either. No, no. no but man, sometimes just it's easy for us. Somebody about to Monday morning quarterback job. say, "Oh, I knew that was going to fall." Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, my issue again is that I don't want this to be a huge setback for our city. I hundred percent. You know, and you know, maybe we can take the wood and fill up the sinkholes with them. I don't know. You know, like what, whatever. Like you know. But it, I'm with you. I, I drove by that. Uh, drove under the bridge today, and I looked up there, and I was like, the longer that sits, like, the yeah, worse it's, it is. It's a, yeah. it's a scar, a little bit of a mark. But I think how we rebound from it, and I use that in quotes yeah. because again, no one was hurt. Is we come together as a community and figure out what to do to move forward instead of just continuing to. You know, say, oh, we knew this was happened, or it was the engineer's fault, or the construction company's fault, or, or what what it may be. But I think we rebound from it by coming together and and figuring it out instead of bashing each other. Yeah, one hundred percent. Everybody, this is the world we live. Everybody's so quick yeah, to blame. Yeah, and we've just got to take a step back and be like, you know, hey, it sucks. Yeah. Right. It does suck. It yeah. does suck. And and that's the thing. The and we always keep going back to the naysayers because the, it, we don't. We just are tired of hearing people say the same things over and over again. Number one, I'm going to dispel this myth too. The seven hundred fifty thousand dollars that was used for that was a beautification grant. You can't use it for roads. Stop putting it on socials. You just can't. I mean, they, they, if you have, go out there with some cement mix and fix your own pile. They don't have the facts, right? And they, yeah, they'd rather go on social media or spread negativity about. Things that aren't factual or offer any positive resolution. Right. It takes time. Or, or do any, like you said, they probably didn't even visit downtown. Yeah. Or, they don't even listen to a Hickory Central podcast. For well, they say. should. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we'll go blast it all over social media after this to. and get some response. Yeah, for sure. It takes time and, and, and effort to be informed. And yeah. That, and that, yes. And, and even time that I don't always spend on it. Right. And we did not, and full disclosure, I did not reach out to the city for a comment because I know they're busy. Uh, I don't think it'd be fair at this point. No, it's it's not. True media. But just as, you know, as somebody who co-hosts a Hickory centric podcast, I thought it would be pertinent for us to at least get our voices out there to talk about this because not to say my voice weighs heavier than anyone else, but you know, we have from the onset been cheerleaders for our city. And we never take the vantage point of poo-pooing any of it because we are proponents. We want things to be awesome in our town. Like, you know, when the, when when things like this happen, it, it does affect everybody. So before you go out there and talk amongst your friend about how, what a, you know, what could have been better and everything else, think about what'd you do? What are you doing? You know? I mean, it, it's even just as simple as, are you shopping local? Are you just supporting people? You know, I mean, it starts at the very ground level. And 
yeah, I mean, it sucks that that thing, that, that that happened, but you know, it's gonna they're gonna clean it up. They're gonna get, fix the bridge. They're gonna do something, but it's just a matter of time. Now, if you want to talk about you know time taking to do things and everything else, you can go back and listen to our other podcasts, and we have had council people on that have described why it does take long for things to happen. Now, if you want a timeline, we voted on the bond in 2014. Yes, it is 2022. Yes, it has been eight years. I get it. I get it. You just got to be patient. You know, I don't think any of our tax dollars have been spent yet. Correct or not? Yeah. Um, it depends on how you look at it. Has our property it. values been raised because of the bond yet? No. And part of that is right. the, the the overall bond project. So $45 million? It's 40-ish. It's probably 40. 40. I mean, what's 45? They basically, I mean, they basically doubled it by taking longer, but also that – We've gone over this, but just to recap, 14, you vote for it. That gives you the opportunity to actually go get certified and go get up to New York to the credit agency so you can actually issue bonds at a certain rating. That doesn't happen on the day after the vote. No. So that takes time. <laughs> then you've got to have your plans. Then you have to create to things it like the bid. Well, then you got to create the bond commission. The people have to have the input on what happens. And you can imagine a small town, 40,000 people. It's still 40 people in a room that are trying to give their opinions, right? All of this takes time. And thankfully so. They were able to get a lot more money by leveraging private grants, federal grants, like you right. said, beautification. Like this 40, and also the time is good because one of the things was the business park. The business park, um, which is now Trivium, initially was going to have a build-out plan to 2030, if I'm not mistaken, where the hope was to have it full. Mm-hmm. Well, they already filled it out and are buying more acres. So the sooner that filled out, like you said, way less likely to see our taxes go up because guess who pays the majority of taxes? Sorry, John Q. Sidson, it's not you. It's the businesses. Right. Yeah. So the more we get or those... The, or the businesses that don't get incentives to move here. Yeah. Well, right. even, Which is a different podcast. Yes. Well, it is, but I'll talk... you got the wrong guy on the podcast <laughs> right now to talk about I incentives. I, I know I do. You get kickbacks based... On, kickbacks is the wrong word. You get incentive structures are based on... You're going to create X jobs. You're going to invest so much. We will give so much back over a short period of time. Right. We can't give back what we don't get as a city. Mm-hmm. It's not an abatement. That's against the law for the state of North Carolina to avoid taxes abate. We reimburse based on structures. Once those are all hit, average wages, all these things, legal documents. So you are giving back some money. And keeping some. So, yeah, you could sit there and say, oh, they're getting all these tax breaks. They aren't getting paid to come here. They're getting some discounts to incentivize them to move quicker, to hire people to at certain wages to get here. Sure. So, another podcast, another yeah. story. But all yep. that to say, yes, they're still hitting those numbers early on, mm-hmm. is lowering that. So, when all those reimbursements come up in five to ten years is usually the typical timeline, um, then all the tax money right. comes to the city slash county. And you're plus one on abatement on, on big SAT words. You get your plus one. Thank you. Well, I feel welcome. like I learned more in the last three minutes of him speaking than I did in, I don't know, a whole year of economics class. Right. Don't get <laughs> Thanks me. for the education. Now he's going to have to walk sideways to get out of here with that big ass head. <laughs> it, was, it was already pretty big. <laughs> right but, on. All well, right. And that's always, and, and you know, I had the luxury of working for the EDC. We've got a great group. I've learned a ton there. But, and that's the hard thing. Like we talk about informed citizens. Yep. Right. And I always feel bad for any politician at any level because I think everybody's got, knock on wood, for the most part, you have to assume good intent for running for office. Well, you can only get so much in a soundbite. 
Right. When you got different mm-hmm. levels of understanding on, and knowledge on the spectrum of your citizenry, for someone to take the time to really go through each of that one-on-one, it's already time for me to run four years from now by the time I've gone through the city of Hickory alone. It just gets yeah. tough. And so it's hard to really explain all of it. Yeah. And you know, and that's the thing. Like you can't have John Q public going out there. I mean, all, all of the aforementioned things that McNally just were taught was just talking about is available to you to know, like you have the internet, the same internet, <laughs> the same device that you're spewing hate on right. is the same internet device that you could educate yourself, educate yourself. Correct. But use, pre- please triangulate your information sources so your, that you get yes, multiple absolutely, streams of absolutely. <laughs> Just know yeah. whatever you're researching, yeah. it's being... Come out of your cave and use your gorilla <laughs> yeah. thumbs and type in abatement and then see Along what happens. Along with your gorilla glue. And gorilla glue. Yes. We got a theme today. You can yes. Get, you can get, at the same device, you can get Harambe gorilla glue memes with the <laughs> iconic city arches, as well as information about abatement. Just yes. stay tuned for more information for this podcast. So I'm going to switch gears just, just a little bit for the last few minutes of our podcast and um, and bring up one thing. And we were talking about this offline, uh, and I wanted to bring it up. So um, there's one thing in life that I really do appreciate, and that's my driver's license. There's also another thing that I really like doing is drinking beers. Those things don't match up if you do one of one, too many of one and then do the other, right? Um, Sitting on your license? So how yeah. many licenses do you have? I just have the one license. <laughs> With his, with his one right. with his given name. Right. So my point is is that you know a lot of entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit and the reasons why people start businesses is to ease pain, right? They they see something that is an issue and then they try to build business around that issue to alleviate pain, right? My pain is is I can't find a ride after I've had a couple beers at a restaurant. There's no such thing as lift in this town. There's no such thing as Uber in this town, and the cab service is no longer. Yep, cab so, service closed. And cab service during closed COVID, during COVID. Your Uber as, driver is the same one guy as your Lyft driver. Right. So <laughs> I'd also, I want to divert this conversation to the only restaurant tour on this podcast. Um, you have to deal with these things every day. You have, you have customers that, um, you know, they might have one more glass of wine than they should mm-hmm. have. Maybe have drink before they got to your place and you weren't realizing you serve them one and all of a sudden they're hammered, you know, and you need to get them home and they drove. Right. So like, you know what, what I how, do? Like, what are you doing? Are you taking them home yourself? Yes. So my husband or myself, not lying, December we had a like bridal party bachelorette. You know, they just wanted a nice dinner and some sure. good cocktails. They weren't from Hick- One of them was from Hickory, but most of them were from like Charlotte, Raleigh. This was their kind of meeting point. Came to our restaurant. I could definitely tell they had been drinking, having a good time. Great Gibraltar party. Yeah. Uh, they waited on Uber. They each were on their phones trying to Uber and Lyft and cab for an hour and a half to no avail. Mm-hmm. Finally, the mom said, and she'd been drinking as well, well, I'll just drive. And I said, absolutely not. Yeah. None of you are driving. So myself and my manager um, took my car, and then we drove their car because there were eight ladies, seven ladies. Right. Took them in their car right. while I followed them in mine, dropped them off at their home, and then drove all the way back. Yeah. Because there in is... In Hickory? Or? In Hickory, okay. yeah. There is nothing available right. for people here. So with that, how, like, what, where is, is it because, do you think that there's, is it because of staffing on a Uber and Lyft level? Is it just because there's nobody driving? The same reason why we can't get people to work on the other service jobs? 
I mean, like, what's like, what do you think is going on? Well, I mean, this has been an issue for a while. It has. Even if it's Greenway, which is our public Public. transportation bus system, to be nice about it. And and at least we have that. Um, But if the taxis were getting service, they would stay in business. Right. So they can't wait for your one call a month and pay their bills. No, no, I get it. I get it. And like, and like Erica mentioned before, like they closed during COVID. So yes. when no, when when everybody was sheltering in place and no, had to be at home by yeah, eight o'clock anyway, everybody was getting hammered at home. Yeah. Now that there's an opportunity, everybody's not sheltering in place anymore and and out in in public and being more social. Um, there's a demand. The cab stand's still standing out there. You know, like, is somebody going to open it back up? I mean, I would so, be I mean, you, shocked you, you if cabs will demand, open you, back up. Right. So, do you think because the demand's not there, it's not going to happen? I would venture to say if there was a reliable resource for the cabs, for cab service, people would use them more. I'll tell you this, and I don't mind poom poom those people because those cab people over there were, they're not listening to this podcast, they sucked. Yeah, I mean, like, they, and and you they can, were you can ever get a you can ever get a cab. They were of a different right. So all these things that I'm talking about age they, status, yeah, yeah and not know, happy individuals. They they were they, they were, were older, and it's not New York City where you go down and hail a cab. I mean, yeah. we're right. here, there, and everywhere. I don't everywhere. think cabs will ever come back to Hickory, we're, but I do think there is opportunity for Uber. Hands just down, that knowing is, that's the what answer. I see at the restaurant, and this right. isn't even a so bar type Newton, restaurant. In Newton, there is a proprietor of a. I'm, I'm, I think it's called the the Goober or something to the effect where somebody has taken out, you know, private entrepreneur has decided that he's going to go out and and, and, and take folks around. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. If Can I'm I have their number? People. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent Okay. So I'm I'm wondering if if Hickory has you know anybody that would want to do that. Well, I, um, now let me ask you this: I, we but, everybody, why would you skip that when we have the global brand of Uber? already in place with an app because what uber is not a transportation it is a technology company yeah so if the technology is right. in place where i don't have to remember a number or i've already got the uber phone, app on my phone and it's already locked into my credit card so i don't have to fumble around and forget or lose that <laughs> right you know and th- how do we recruit and get a base of folks for that but at the same time, we don't own the structure for how they get paid, what their right. requirements and, and that, service and that are. Was an, that was an issue with Uber and Lyft is that they were all independent contractors and they weren't getting a, a solid wage. And then people weren't exactly feeling safe in some of these some of these rides. And it was just and I know that, that was years ago. And I know a lot of stuff has changed. I, but of course, I've not paid that much attention because we don't really have much of it here. So I never right. really. But like, what are the ages? Like, we do have the the college here like what age do you have to be to be a driver i mean we have a population that is skewing younger that's at least more adept to the phone and be able to use that like the the taxi is gone like and i volunteer at the soup kitchen and they started a, the hope project you know helping a lot of their client base try that are interested in getting work finding them jobs transportation obviously is a huge issue so we've been working with greenway when you have a static route that's tough. And, you know, I kind of – how a town like Hickory based in manufacturing is when there were families they could have – and we're going back – I'm going back 60 years, folks. So that's not me saying this is how it should be. But, you know, 
mom and aunt could stay home with helping with the kids and then you could have one truck and then the five guys, sons, uncles would drive to the factory and work. Everything's being taken care of at home. Everybody kind of lived together and helped it. And now that's not that world, but we're still in that place where we have a lot of that manufacturing base. It's not like we've got the friends and family here that are helping. So there's just this evolution of where we are. Not only great town, have all the amenities, but still working at that. We have this traditional pull from what we were and what really got us to where we are. And we got one foot into this younger skewing you know population that's coming in which is what we wanted yes that might be a little more boat mobile and uh, so we're just in that weird spot but i think the answer is like what you guys said it is still that that ride share sort of program where the infrastructure is in place we don't have to invent it or take that risk as an entrepreneur and man i hope i get two calls tonight to help yeah. pay the rent well you know it's it's what, what's killing me as an entrepreneur who is Getting ready to open up a music venue who's going to be serving alcohol mm-hmm. is having a thousand people leave their venue every single night with, with without a safe ride home. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And I'm sure, Erica, you, you it should you, scare you, it out of everybody because if it, we're it, on it, the road, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, but it, from a liability standpoint, that's yeah. you know, and I'm sure, Erica, you wrestle with this every single every single night too. Yes. Um, well, even you know, there's got there's got to be a way to bridge the gap, mm-hmm. put out this fire. So, is it is it incentives from these rideshare companies to give folks more money to up the fares? Listen, my biggest concern when and I think a lot of this, and I also even preface this by saying I know people who have gotten DUIs, and a lot of the reasons why they decided to drive home is because they want to get their car home. Yeah. So. You know, I think there might be opportunity for somebody to create a service that does that. And I'm not saying that it's me or anybody else, but if we had a more robust ride sharing opportunity in Hickory and it was affordable, yeah. I people would use it. Well, now if, we, if if I know if I can pay somebody twenty dollars to take me and my wife home, or take me home and leave my wife somewhere, that's fine. I'm just well, and out. also two things to even to your getting to the car home thing. Yeah, one is when you know you have accessible. Uber ride, whatever right. that might be. You're taking a car. You're leaving you're your car both ways. With. It's both. You get yeah, that ride exactly. both ways. But and then two, we're also in a place where it's not like we're in some downtown where one, your something will vandalize your car or you'll have a ticket. Right. You can pretty much park where park you, overnight anywhere. Overnight, over, you know, no yeah. tickets, no and no boot on your car when right. you come out in the morning. Right. So like yeah. we have a lot of that is is favorable. Is like oh, is my car safe here? That's not the problem. Yeah. It's just now. You need to get back to it the next day. Well, it's the next day, friends or whoever. Right. It's not even, so I, yeah. I agree with you. I think the, the more we have everything developing and growing and the snapback of getting people back out. I was in New York last weekend, and it is so nice to just sit there and you pull up the app. Yeah. And oh, yes. You know how long you wait in New York Dude, for an Uber? One, two minutes tops. Yeah, I was in Rock. I had, I had three canceled just because I couldn't get out of the checkout line. Fast enough. Fast enough. Right. And just pop on the next one, and we're gone. Five of us. Yeah. Back. So it's. I just don't want those. I, those days are nice. And I just don't want the. And I just don't want the Hickory culture to be people driving around hammered. Right. But guess what, y'all? Yeah. Well, and I was going to say that's the other <laughs> well, thing. Well, and it's we don't have. You can only catch yeah, so many. Right. There's so and, many different places yeah. to go as well. So we've got a lot of cool places in Newton now. I think that's what yeah. brought this up. Yeah. So. I don't go there because I know I'm going to be drinking. It's a bit more of a hike. So, but if I knew we had Uber, I would 
go there all the time, but I may want to go have a beer there and then maybe go a mile down the road and have a beer somewhere else. Make your else. back Yeah, closer same way with like Viewmont and downtown has so many great restaurants and bars, but you can't walk. Shout out to, Fork. Thanks. You can't walk to all of them. If you do go to Fork, don't ask Erica to drive you home. <laughs> <laughs> no, please do if you need it. Or, or yeah. rent the private room and request that. There you go. Later. Yeah, yeah. So I add think I love it. Love it. Rent our private dining room. That's right. Have your own Uber. That's right. There is an opportunity, and it just—I mean, shoot—it it makes me think of the kids' movie like Robots. See a need, fill a need. I mean, like right. everybody knows that's the the case for stuff, but it's that's when and it it we it's something we need to fix, especially for the twenties and thirties, mm-hmm. because it's one of the things I've always said. Hey, it's a great place to be when you're thirties or have a family, right? And, 20s, eh, maybe not so much, but like that's one of the things that would help to make this area yes. more attractive. I have a f- attractive. friend that's getting married in April, and all of her guests are from out of town. And her biggest fear is how are they going to get you know mm-hmm. to and from my rehearsal dinner back to the hotel, and then the mm-hmm. wedding reception is just going to be you know yeah. a you nice have to big like rent a bus d- exactly. And so she is looking honestly like to Christian, rent a bus like Christian tours mm-hmm. because yeah. we have no Ubers. So there's def- I definitely think there's a need, and it, it will help us also, you know, attract more people because we Absolutely. are. Um, if you talk with Mandy Pitts at the Hickory Metro Center, I'm on the tourism board. I think she said last October was record breaking as far as money coming into Hickory. Right. More and more people are coming here, like tourists, um, right. and to travel because it is We're such a cool more place. Hotels, yeah. Getting more the, every speck of dirt now that you drive by, they're putting a house on. Yeah. Like the stuff we've been talking about for five. 10 years and tourism is up for us. So right. I think it's only a natural, but we got to see, but, but I do, we gotta, I, I do agree with you. Like what, and I don't know the nuance with the current ride share programs right. that we all think of and know, right. but is there an opportunity or a way to promote people participating in that world? I mean, cause even then like above and beyond, it's like, People in other cities are already doing much more of the food mm-hmm. delivery service. Like that's the next step from that. I mean, it's yeah. just. But there's plenty of DoorDashers in Hickory. Yeah. I mean, to I me, mean, it's the I same know. people. Like, it's, it's the same people. The world, they, have, they, they turn turn the app on. Turn your app yes. on. If I'm in the back seat and I smell door, and I smell hey, some chicken hey, wings. DoorDash and just, DD. Right. So I'll just say it like <laughs> this. Like so it's eat some chicken wings while you're yeah. it's, it's a it's a double edged sword, yeah. right? So. I'll just say I, I would use I it. went for I I did not drink alcohol at all for over ten months. Okay, I went a long, long time without drinking. Just honestly, just to see if I could do it. And I was I was going for a year and missed about two months. Funkatorium in Asheville broke me, <laughs> as mo- as it breaks many people. Right, it's it's so it's so good. So ah, shit, I forgot where I was going with it. Um, yeah, that's, that's yeah. right. Sorry, sorry. DoorDash. But yeah, I, I, I'm back there. I'm back now. So when the last thing that I would really like to do is take around a bunch of drunk people. Yeah. Drive around. They're like, oh, you're not drinking. You're driving. I'm like, great. This sucks. Yeah. You know, so I do feel their pain having to drive around a bunch of hammer people. But I think we've covered enough today, y'all. There's a lot to unpack. Um, I, we appreciate you guys tuning in to Street Circle Drive here on the TV podcast network if you're interested in being a sponsor on our show or any of the other shows on our network reach out to us at info at themesh.tv for more information i'd be happy to talk to you about it uh my name is andrew moose michael mcnally erica bostead <sighs> so long hickory nuts and i want to close it watch out for falling arches this is a great damn town <laughs> <laughs>
It is. And I love it this is. place. And it all is. the naysayers can kiss it. That's right. Go somewhere else. Or not. Or just stick around and maybe buy into it a little bit. <laughs> Help us out. Great. Just keep listening to us. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You'll, you'll might even learn something. Like abatement. Yes. See you later, Hickey Nuts. <laughs>